a Jesus Youth Podcast on the Lives of Saints. So today we're reflecting on St. Abraham of Edessa. St. Abraham was a contemporary of St. Ephraim. Mm. Uh, they lived in the 4th century. Uh, he, was bo- uh, he was born into a noble family and uh, very obedient to his parents. Mm. So when his parents wanted him to marry, he didn't know how to say no. Mm. Because that was a time when dads were, you know, the sup- nobody can say anything against the dad right. of the family, the father of the family. So Abraham couldn't say anything against that. Uh, but And the marriage ceremony usually lasted for weeks. Mm. So they started the marriage ceremony and somewhere in between he, he, he told the girl, like, you know, I can do this. Mm. So, and the girl said, okay. So with, with that girl's permission, he ran away. <laughs> While the <laughs> ceremony was going on, he just ran away. And they went after him. After 17 days, they found him miles away in a cave. Huh. Yeah. And they, they pleaded with him to come back, but he won't. And finally, they, they give in to him. And then they left him there. And he then blocked the whole entrance of the cave with only a small hole through which his friends would bring him food. Oh, wow. Yeah. He led an, ex- an os- extreme austere life that mm. he didn't have anything. He had only one uh, a tattered cloth and a sack cloth. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's the only thing he had. Uh, some people say he wore goat skin or mm. something like that. Very simple, very austere. And he had only one vessel in which he ate and drank from the same vessel. Same one. That's wow. all he had. Mm. And he... he he was he will cry and weep and you know with lamentations he will be praying to god there and for some years went like that but then the uh, bishop uh, uh, he caught the attention of the bishop because mm-hmm. there was a city nearby where there were so many sinners that's what they mm. say like they were completely given into idolatry all those stuff and bishop ordains him as a priest and sends him he don't want to go but he has to obey the bishop. Right. So he goes there. On the way, he was weeping there, pleading for God's mercy. And he goes to the city. He starts preaching. What happens is that, you know, the people are like, what, what is this guy doing? So they started throwing stones at him. Yeah. They beat him. Yeah. And uh, he went to their temple. And oh. then he uh, he just broke all the idols and all those things. And they became so mad. They threw him out of the city. Huh. He will go again. Huh. Every time they do this, he will go again and start preaching with uh, you know tears and uh, pleading them to repent. They would not budge. Three years he did this. Uh-huh. During this time, many times he was thrown out of the city, beaten, all this stuff. But he took all that with such meekness and patience. And by God's, you know, some tremendous work of mercy, the whole city got converted. Wow. And he baptizes all of them. Mm-hmm. Three years. It took him three years of you know such torture from them. Yeah. Yeah. He's with uh, uh, he withstood all those and uh, they gets converted, and then he stayed there for one more year. By the time you know they got more priests and also he withdrew to his cell. By that time his brother had passed away, and his parents already passed away earlier. So he had already distributed his rich estate everything to others. So now his brother passes away, leaving his niece with him. And so he, he builds another cell near mm-hmm. him. That's another interesting guy. This is actually a two-in-one saint story. Yeah. So her name was uh, Miriam and uh, uh, she, uh, Mary, actually Mary. And um, she lives there 20 years. She lived in extreme penance and uh, uh, under the guidance of uh, Saint Abraham. Mm-hmm. What happens is like uh, a monk used to come there. Uh-huh. He was not actually a good man. Uh, he, he said he's coming there to seek advice of Abraham. But 
he would spend time with this young mary mm. and he seduced her and finally after one year more than a year he went after her and she gives in hmm then she falls into utter desperation yeah. that you know 20 years of austere life right and right. then one moment of sin then she she, she lost all her hopes shame shame yeah. and guilt and yeah. uh, desperation and she she ran away hmm and abraham did not know about this when he came to know about this nobody could trace where she went yeah and then he spent two years in tears and prayers for her uh-huh. finally he could trace where she was mm-hmm. and then he goes there disguised as a soldier and then she meets her there and uh, she she couldn't identify him because he was disguised yeah. and she was in a betrothal mm. you know the, uh, such a place and uh, he he goes to her as a suitor and that evening that night he he cha- takes off his uh, cap and everything mm-hmm. and she, she identifies Reveals, uh-huh. can you imagine her horror yeah. to that yeah. but he pleaded with her the whole night mm. ga- giving her consolation and encouragement and then he 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 tells it's so, so such a moving thing that he tells her like you know i will take all your sin upon me mm-hmm. and come back you know let's do penance and you can go back yeah to that life and finally he he convinced her and brought her back and he he built another cell just adjacent to his cell so that nobody would come anywhere near her yeah. and then she spends uh, you know goes back to her that austere life again and in 3 years um, she started wor- working miracles can oh, you believe wow. that that was a sign like you know god forgave her yeah. all her sins and even restored her to she to got an greater, upgrade yeah. she got an upgrade in holiness <laughs> like yeah she was upgraded so she start, she became a miracle worker yeah. and after a few years abraham dies uh her uh, that niece also dies but we give all these uh, we get all these uh, details about their life from saint ephraim oh wow saint ephraim wrote extensively about them uh, he was their friend mm. so that's how we know about them so it's really amazing how you know this is i, I told you like it's a two in one story yeah. <laughs> it's a story of two saints and it's interesting that these two saints are venerated in so many different churches mm. so they have different feast days also i was surprised to see that in october they have a feast in december they have a feast in march they have a feast so but that shows how popular they were mm. how popular how much these holy lives affected the life of people in that time and even now it inspires people yeah mm-hmm. And I think when he, I mean just hearing this story again uh what a beautiful um what a beautiful witness of that niece you know and again just mm-hmm. thinking thinking about the lives of the saints and yeah so many I mean Saint Augustine who started out as a sinner and then converted Saint Paul who started out as you know the worst <laughs> sinner persecuting the church and then converted but to hear of this niece who started um very uh in, in like on the journey to holiness and in that journey fell and in that journey uh can you know witness or uh encountered temptation and and fell and not just fell but despaired mm. and in that despair though god continued to seek her through her uncle mm-hmm. god continued to uh chase after literally yeah, chase after yeah, her mm-hmm. and not with condemnation not with um not to accuse her of what she had done and uh criticize her but almost meet her where she's at meet mm-hmm. her as yes, a suitor in yeah. the brothel yes. that is who 
that is who God is. Yes, absolutely. He meets yeah. us I, like, I really like in it, our yeah. sinfulness, mm-hmm. in that place of sin, and mm-hmm. is not ashamed to meet us there either. Mm-hmm. But while there, He speaks to us tenderly. Mm-hmm. He encourages us. Mm-hmm. And through His tenderness and His mercy, calls us into the mm-hmm. fullness of who we are. And upgrade. Again. An upgrade. <laughs> yeah. What? That, that is who mm-hmm. God is. Mm-hmm. And, and as you were just explaining the story too, I just felt in my heart like, this is, this is who my Jesus is. This is mm-hmm. what He has done for me in my life. Mm-hmm. He has come. He has not a, been ashamed of, of who I am, but come and met me where I am and then called me into something greater. Not through accusation or condemnation or criticism or admonishment, but tenderness and encouragement and yeah. like a profound sense of you know you are my precious one yeah. like th- these words continue mm-hmm. to resound in my mind yeah it reminds me also of, of what god talks about in hosea like you know how uh, israel you know she, yeah. he gives the simile of israel as a unfaithful wife mm. you know and he marries the prophet uh, asks the prophet to marry yeah. her so that's like a symbol of our our relationship between god god and us like you know, however uh, bad our fall is, uh, you know, Lord will definitely come after us. Yeah. Actually, He never leaves us. It is we who just run away from yeah. Him, like like uh, Mary. You yeah. know, she ran away and she she found In her a shame, place yeah. like you know she never thought that she could come back right so she was rolling again in, in again and again in that dirt yeah so that's what we do sometimes yeah so that's when we trust in our in ourselves yeah but the lord seeks after us and i see something uh, very uh imi- imi- imitable in mm-hmm. what of uh, saint abraham was doing like yeah. he wept for her and did penance for two years yeah then she finds her and he takes the courage to go there. Right. Had he gone there, she would have ran away. Again. Yeah. So he he goes Disguise. there like uh, somebody who would approach her or yeah. somebody whom she may approach. Right. And there he then he talks to her. Yeah. So this this really takes a lot of prayer and guidance from God. Right. He was truly guided by the Holy Spirit. And then she converts. Yeah. And his prayer and his love mm-hmm. and the way he forgave her. She ran away because she thought that he, her uncle would be mad. Yeah. Saint Ephraim says like, you know, she ran away because she was so afraid to face her uncle, such a holy uncle. Mm. That's why she ran away. So here the uncle himself seeks out and he compels her to come yeah. back. So that is such a, there is such a big message for us yeah. there. Like, you know, how easily we get, uh, you know, sad about other people's little, little falls yeah. and how we want to cut those people away from our life. Yeah, but yeah. here there is somebody who is going after. And he was even ready to take all her sins upon him. Mm-hmm. Like you know. So uh, so that's really commendable. And another thing was like. Uh, uh, what actually these desert fathers did. Hmm. You know. Uh, they went to the desert. And they were there. And it says like. Uh, Father. You know, uh, Butler says like. Saint Abraham converted his desert into a paradise. Yeah. Because he found in it his God, whose presence make heaven. So it doesn't matter wherever we are. If God is there, then everything could be a heaven. Yeah. So that's why, you know, even when people go into religious life and all, sometimes if they cannot be with God or, you know, that place, they, they cannot comes, stay there anymore. Yeah. Same with family life or any yeah. occasion we choose. So this is a gift, like, you know, where people can really find God. Yeah. And make their place a heaven. 
and also it says like how he his contemplation was continuous like mm. we read in Thessalonians like you know pray, pray con- continuously yeah. like his penances his prayers even his sleep yeah that was nice right even his sleep he could he could be with god um uh, and also uh, the uh, uh, like saint gregory says uh, like you know the angels always carry their heaven abroad with them verse over they are sent because they never depart from god yeah. or cease to behold him ever dwelling in the bosom of his immensity living and moving in him and exercising their ministry in the sanctuary of his divinity this speaks a lot yeah like angels you know they never go away from god's presence god is always around us but may, what happened to mary was that she ran away she ran away. she tried to run away but you know like like we sing in that song like god's reckless love yeah. you know he he just seeks after us leaves the 99 yeah. he comes after us and he finds us yeah. so this is a this is a big blessing or a gift that you know we uh, we we have when we look at these desert fathers how they could survive there because they always carry their heaven about with them yeah and they never depart from god or cease to behold him and ever dwelling in the bosom of his immensity wow that's so when i read that today i was like oh man i wish i wish i i could have, <laughs> i want that i want that yeah. it's not that i want to go to desert and be a hermit yeah. but here, here it says place. like you know we can create an inner solid interior solitude yeah. our own desert yeah. like again we read in the prophets like you know god says like i will take you to the desert yeah and there and I, i will give you my love yeah. you know there i will speak to you tenderly yeah. so i'm like wow so desert actually means a kind of a solitude or a kind of a a, a you know detachment from everywhere mm-hmm. where we can really dwell in his bosom yeah so so much activity there yeah <laughs> <laughs> we can go on and on forever but maybe we can close with a prayer yeah. today it's again from the collect okay. today today's collect you know <laughs> i'm really surprised how our reading saints collect everything goes together yeah so let's pray may your unfailing compassion o lord cleanse and protect your church and since without you she cannot stand secure may she be always governed by your grace through our lord jesus christ your son who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the holy spirit one god forever and ever amen amen